This is the Love Your Mom Life podcast, where we get real about getting out of your motherhood rut and creating a mom life you love. I'm your host, Nikki Odin, and I know a lot about what it's like to not love your mom life. Being a mom is hard, and being a mom with goals and dreams is even harder. Over the years, I've spent a whole lot of time on the hot mess express trying to harmonize motherhood with everything else I want out of life. But eventually, I figured it out, sort of. You can create a mom life you absolutely love. So come on, let's do this thing together. Before we dive in, this is my cute little reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Be sure to follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, be sure to visit the blog at youridealmomlife.com for real life solutions to help you take back your time and love your mom life again. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Love Your Mom Life podcast. I'm so excited about this brand new season of the show and just can't thank you enough for listening. If you haven't officially hit the button in your podcast app to subscribe or follow this podcast, be sure to do that now. And if you like this episode, go ahead and share it with another mom. My big, hairy, audacious goal for this year is to impact even more women and help more moms love their mom lives. And lastly, before we dive into today's episode, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Nikki Odin so we can connect and be even better friends. Now, let's get into it. Today is January 19th. For most, today is just a Wednesday, unless it also happens to be your birthday, in which case, happy birthday! Productivity nerds like me, however, know today is no ordinary day. Today is Quitter's Day. Did you even know that was a thing? It's a term that was coined in 2019 by fitness platform Strava after conducting a study involving 800 million people in which they discovered that January 19th is the day 80% of folks give up on the goals they set in the new year. Dang, so soon. I'll admit, I was shocked to learn this statistic. I thought most people at least make it to the first week in February. But after giving it some thought, I guess it's not all that surprising. After all, when we close out one year and head into the next, we're excited. We're idealistic. And sometimes we're also unrealistic. Now, you know me, I hate the word realistic when it comes to goal setting. As I've told you before, I'm in the set crazy, unrealistic, ginormous goals camp. But realize there's a difference between setting a goal so big it terrifies you and taking a first step towards that goal that's just as big. Remember, although your goals for this year should be audacious and should, in fact, be borderline unrealistic, it's okay, in fact, it's necessary to start small. Oftentimes, when we give up on a big goal quickly, it's because the first step we attempted to take in achieving that goal was way too big. If that's you, trust me, you're not alone. Here's how you get back on track. And if you've been following along this season, some of this is going to be a refresher. First, you have to start with what you're going to accomplish on a monthly basis to achieve that big goal. 
We've got to back into this and get down to the very, very smallest thing we can do each day. Otherwise, we're going to be just like all those other quitters on Quitters Day. So think about what action step you can take every month that if you did it consistently for 12 consecutive months would result in you achieving your big, hairy, audacious goal. Remember that we're talking about one step because you're only deciding on one monthly milestone because we've got to get this down small. So for example, if your annual goal was to lose 100 pounds, your monthly milestone might be to lose eight pounds. But if you're going to stay focused and away from the quitters table, we've got to trim it down even more. So next, you're going to decide what's the one activity you can do this week to ensure you achieve your monthly milestone. And a lot of times when we're answering this question, we come up with other milestones or other results. But remember, we're getting this down to something tiny because otherwise we might quit. So keep asking yourself the question until you get down to an activity, something you can do and something that would really lend itself well to being calendared or for you to set a reminder for. Hey there, Supermom. Do you ever wish someone would come out with a step-by-step system on how to keep your shiitake together? Yeah, so have we. So at Your Ideal Mom Life, we came up with one ourselves. It's called Mom with Confidence, the keep it together system specifically for super moms like us. And you can grab yours right now for $29 at youridealmomlife.com slash momwithconfidence. In two PDFs that you can download right now, you get a complete system that teaches you how to be better at balancing time with your kids and time for yourself, how to have more patience and less mom guilt, how to complete your to-do list each day, make time to exercise, create time to enjoy your family, and how to answer that dreaded question all moms hate. What's for dinner? This proven system will help you stay on track and get a handle on all the things. That means less mom guilt, more patience, and more joy. So if you've ever stood in front of the fridge minutes before you're supposed to feed your family dinner and berated yourself for not having groceries, if you're looking at other moms like, girl, how do you have it all together while I'm over here on the hot mess express? If you want to stop feeling spread thin and start getting time for yourself without the mom guilt, head on over to youridealmomlife.com slash momwithconfidence and purchase yours today for just $29. So if we stick with the weight loss example, I love this example, obviously, because you've heard me use it a few times. The activity that's going to result in you losing eight pounds in a month might be to walk five miles a week. Now, I'm going to remind you again that as you're coming up with the activity We're thinking about something you can do. Should has no place here. Something you can do. Even if it sounds so small, it almost feels insignificant. That's okay. It has to be something that you would be able to do, no problem, not something you have to talk yourself into doing or convince yourself to do or really motivate yourself to do, like something really easy. There's no point in choosing something that sounds really good, but that you know you won't actually do because it's too hard. Finally, you're going to get it down teeny, teeny, tiny by asking yourself, what's the one task I can do every day to ensure that if I do it for seven consecutive days, I'm going to complete my weekly 
activity. So this is where you want to go as small as you can until you get down to something really, really easy. So in keeping with the weight loss example, that might be make sure you're upstairs in bed with your face washed and teeth brushed by 9.30 p.m. because that's going to ensure that you go to bed on time and that you therefore wake up on time to go for that walk so that you can hit your your five miles of walking so you can lose that eight pounds. And then again, we do that every month. And at the end of the year, we've lost, I think it, I think it actually adds up to 96 pounds, but you get the, the idea, right? We're making big, hairy, and audacious bite-sized. So if you found yourself already abandoning those delicious goals you set a few weeks ago, try this technique and start again. Get back on track. Now, once you're back on track and you're taking small steps that add up each day to those big milestones, you might find that the whole thing feels very boring. Another thing we productivity nerds know is that success is actually monotonous. And couple that monotony with the everyday happenings of mom life, like when a kid gets sick or fire drills pop up at work, it's easy to get knocked off course again and to feel like you're never going to get to the finish line. So stay on track by rewriting your big goals every day. Keep them fresh by keeping them in front of you and reminding yourself why you started. When you're taking those small steps, sometimes it's really hard to realize how much progress you're making. So I love to just keep my goals in front of me, keep focused on what I need to get done and have the finish line in sight. I personally love a vision board for this because I like to see pictures that embody my goals and it helps me keep myself with my eye on the prize. Visualization is a hugely powerful tool. You get a whiff of what it would feel like to achieve those goals. See yourself succeeding. I promise you, this stuff is legit. You ain't no quitter, girlfriend. This is your year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.